Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, AEW has signed Taya Valkyrie. A backstage update on Vince McMahon's laid-back approach to his return to Raw. We have an update on non-compete clauses in AEW. And the latest inductee into the 2023 Hall of Fame has been announced. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Fat Joe. Joe cracked the dawn. Irv Gotti. This is the news. What are Fat Joe's up to these days? Buying shoes. I hope releasing new music because... Joe cracked the dawn. There Mm. you go. Jealous ones still envy. What's love got to do with it? They are. They are. Right. uh, Taya Valkyrie. (laughs) Maybe she likes Fat Joe. What do you reckon? Yeah. I doubt doubt anyone dislikes Fat Joe. Yeah. Shouts to Fat Joe. Why the hell are we talking about Fat Joe? Who are we talking about tomorrow? Like, Big Pun? Rest in peace. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Yeah. Not like, Firefest, not his fault. That's no, what i got to say. No. Innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Our audio listeners are going to be like, what the hell? What's going on? <laughs> You're going to miss the context. Keep in mind, audio listeners, we currently have an alligator riding a, a quad bike. That was at Firefest. Yeah. Interestingly yeah. Yeah, he, he, Working security. <laughs> he was running the show. That's why the sandwich was so bad. All right, let's talk about Taya Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's in the AEW now. So uh, last night they did the the mystery Canadian wrestler gimmick with Jade Cargill, the mystery opponent thing, TBS title. Turned out, like, Taya was the heavy favourite, right? Because mm-hmm. she, she she declared herself a free agent and she cancelled the tour of Australia and she said, oh, I'm not going to be there. I'm yeah, going to be at home. that was the biggest clue. So everyone was like, okay, you're going to be on Dynamite then, which is, like, the typical wrestler yeah. thing. It's pretty fun. Um, as, as Sid said, the moment everyone knew Edge was going to be in the Rumble Boys when he said, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. What are you talking about? Um... It turned out to be Nicole Matthews, uh, shimmer indie legend Nicole Matthews, returning to American wrestling for the first time since 2018 after years of visa shenanigans to lose in about half a minute. Poor Nicole. You uh, called it, I think, the other day as well. Yeah, I put her name in the in the conversation. Uh, as far as this channel goes, I obviously wasn't the first person to potentially mention it. No. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I've lost my train of thought here. So yes, Jade beat Nicole Matthews in, in about the same length of time it takes me to eat a sandwich, uh, which is not quick. I'm a hungry Mother Hubbard. Uh, and then out came Taya afterwards. So Jade did a promo where she was like, is this the best you got in Canada? She got in Renee Paquette's face, which was rude. Leave yeah. Renee alone. That's nasty. Uh, so Jade versus John Moxley confirmed. <laughs> um, Taya came out face-to-face, big ring entrance. She's obviously Canadian. Uh, so that kind of it was just like a subversion of the mystery spot mm. it was like oh you, 
maybe you thought you were going to get her, you didn't, and then you did. Um, Tony Khan has given her the... Uh, I should say, she gave Jaded to bloody uh, yeah, yeah. Layla Gray as well. Sending a message, Taya Valkyrie. So it looks like we're getting that TBS title match. Um, she wrestled on Rampage tapings last night against Ooh. Ava Lawless. I believe. I think she's gonna win. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's gonna beat. <laughs> I think she's gonna beat that 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 poor person. Uh, and Tony Khan's done the tweet. The welcome to the team. Taya is all elite. The graphics there. So that pretty much means she's signed. Fightful Select reported it around about the same time Tony Khan tweeted, uh, stating that Taya had either signed a long-term deal or intended to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had told other promotions that she'd been working with that this was her plan as far back as February. So there you go. Slot down. She's there. Uh, Yes. Good stuff, good get, nice uh, stare down, and I like the fact that, you know, I think it was, you know, surprise opponent, we all went, well, whoever it is, it's going to be a good surprise, but they ain't going to take the title off her. The fact that she wasn't the initial person means they can build up, and you think, well, oh, maybe she's got a shot. Like, yeah. that jaded look good. I like Ty Valkyrie, I didn't think they used her enough of her in WWE as, what was it, Frankie Monet? Frankie Monet. So I think like gimmick was Mercedes really Mercedes Monet, Frankie Monet, and a painter gimmick. Andy Murray. Three I'll be Monets. There. Yeah, I'm going to join them. Oh, yeah, sorry, I spoke over you. It's Good fine. joke there. I'm sorry. Matter. My bad. Um, was Monet the guy who like painted with little dots? Uh, dots? That was Jackson Pollock, wasn't it? No, he's a splatter guy. I don't know. There's a splatter guy, and there's, there's a, a weird, dot guy. weird Picasso guy, and mm. there's the ear guy. Yeah. Mona Lisa. That's the one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, who's the ear guy? Van Gogh. Fango. 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 Vincent Van Gogh. Fango. The vampire painter. We are all over the place today. Congratulations to Ty uh, Valkyrie and a good get for AW, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I think she'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I really liked Frankie Monet in WWE. I thought that was a really fun gimmick. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't get a chance. And she's obviously done good work elsewhere. Mm. So, yeah. Good question about um, Jay Cargill losing the TBS title. Uh, yes, that's her title. I get confused in AEW. A little bit later on with the Twitter questions. But anyway, let's talk more about Vince McMahon. Huh. Um, but there is a... Uh, Every day! Yeah. <laughs> this one is uh, countering some of the reports we've heard from Dave Meltzer recently. It's from Justin Barrasso on Sports Illustrated. Uh, their sources saying that uh, Vince McMahon purposely stayed out of the way upon returning to Raw last week. Uh, you know, obviously his presence was notable, as probably was his moustache, but he was apparently um, not getting involved in anything. He was sat right there at gorilla position, um, but he didn't get involved when people spoke to Triple H uh, for advice and what have you. And he just spent most of the evening on his phone, my sources say, trying to beat level 112 in Candy Crush. <laughs> He's still on Candy Crush. Yeah. He's more of an Angry Birds guy, I hear, actually. Uh, I don't really play any games on my phone anymore. Me you? neither. Vampire Survivors. That's the 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 exception. That, oh, my God. It's the most addictive game of all time. Literally, all you do is walk around and, like... It's really hard to explain the appeal of this game. Download it. It's free. It's great. Mm. Vampire Survivors. Uh, Vince McMahon, speaking of vampires. Um, <laughs> speaking of Nosferatu bastards. Uh, yeah, so you got the two reports now, right? So you got the, obviously, the Meltzer one from the weekend where he'd been told that there was more to it than him just showing up and saying, hi, John Cena. Oh, friend. yeah, he's meant to be there to see John Cena. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And now you've got sources clearly moving in here via Justin Barrasso of SI and, and saying, no, he tried to stay out the way he was laid back. He was on his phone even before he was sitting between Triple H and Bruce Pritchard at Gorilla. Um, so you've got those two things there now. Which one do you want to believe? That's up to you. I know which one I believe. Mm. Not denying either like a person's reporting, but sources uh, sources are interesting. Yes. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, I refuse to believe that Vince McMahon was there just to chill. Uh, put it that way. I think he was just there to... I hope he... Like constantly held a uh, newspaper there and then slowly revealed his yeah. moustache as people were walking out like ready for their match. <laughs> and to be fair, that report does acknowledge as well that this could just be part of like a Vince plan to like yeah to like give himself. Oh, just launch. don't mind me. I'm just being laid back yeah. here. <laughs> also, uh, I'll be running this place again when the Saudis take yeah. it. So that's, that's fat Joe. Laid back. Is, it, is that a fat Joe song? I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave I've got it alone, man. What's, What's he, the way he says it in that song? What's he up to these days? I've, I'll check. Yeah, you do your next story. All right. Non-compete clauses in, in AEW. They don't, a lot of people don't have them. What? Fightful Select coming through with the update here. Uh, noting that unlike WWE, where such things are standard, uh, some AEW contracts do not have non-compete clauses. Now, typically, WWE will give you 90-day non-compete. means you can't work or sign elsewhere for that period. If you're on the main roster, and if you're a developmental wrestler, NXT, 30 days. It's a little bit less. It's quite a lot less, <laughs> actually. Um, but for the most part, AEW doesn't have that. Now, it's noted too fightful that uh, AEW doesn't generally release people early, apart from when there's extenuating circumstances, and you can run through that list of names if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so they haven't really had to utilize them, because typically... With WWE, and this isn't part of the report, but typically in WWE, like a non-compete clause is only when you get cut. Mm-hmm. If your contract expires, it doesn't usually apply. Um, the majority of AEW's departures have been contract expiries or non-renewals rather than people being cut. There are exceptions, obviously. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, notable one, but yeah. there's some others. Um, CM Punk has been cited here as an example of someone who, if he wanted to negotiate an early release from his contract, there would probably be a non-compete clause preventing him from going to WWE immediately. Put into that, that would have to be like a term of the agreement. And it's noted here that early releases are done on a case-to-case basis, which is sensible. Um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm not pro uh, non-compete clauses at all. From the company's point of view, yeah, they want to restrict people from working for competitors and being advantageous as well, blah, 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 blah. I'm pro-worker, I'm not in favour of them, uh, so I'm glad that the bulk of AEW contracts don't have them. Yeah, completely agree. Um, yeah, it's understandable, like you say, in certain situations that they would be like, well, hang on a second. Yeah. You can't like get a load of momentum here and then immediately jump to the other place. And But I, I agree with what you yeah. say, pro-worker. I'm always here. Irv Gotti, what's he up to? Uh, not much. Oh. Oh, I've, I've checked his Wikipedia and his, oh. I think the last thing I've seen, he did a song with Kanye in 2019. Tarnations. I haven't seen anything for, about, for a while. Who else have we got? Um, uh, I think we're walking into dangerous territory. Sheik Looch. What's he up to these days? Well, I was, was going to try and find out about the Terror Squad and then I thought probably oh, shouldn't man. find out. I hope Ashanti's doing all right. I Aye. love Ashanti. It's a good song, man. Yeah. Deal with it, eel. Deal with it, eel. Where's the eel? There he is. Hey, blah, You got it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, let's talk about the next inductee into the <laughs> Hall of Fame, as has been heavily rumoured. It will be the Great Muda, uh, which was announced on WWE's The Bump by Ric Flair. It is generally uh, assumed as well that Flair is obviously going to be the guy to induct Muta. Um, well, he is his son-in-law, so... Yes, indeed. The Great Muta is Ric Flair's son-in-law. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, an incredible career he's had, obviously. In- interesting that he's not ever done anything w- in WWE, of course, although yeah. he's worked with... Shinsuke as part of that. What was it? Noah, the match? They yeah, had? they had the they had the Noah match, which was like it was like, what the hell? How a WWE person's going to this Japanese that was cool. It was cool. It was a cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah um nice. a, and a nice um touch as well. Uh, as noted by Nate, she shares a special bond with uh Kiji Muto, um, um due to the time spent with Rickson Reed two days before his tragic passing back in twenty thirteen. Um it's a, a, a great choice, a great addition. Well, does, it's one of those things where is the Hall of Fame such a badge of honour, considering some of the names that are in there, but in terms of recognising a generational talent, well-deserved, Andy. Yeah, I think it's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? And I think if you're a wrestler, you're probably like, hey, this is sick. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm, being, I'm being acknowledged. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think this is fun because it's not someone who had, like, a WWE career. Mm-hmm. She's a figure from wrestling. Obviously, he's, like, made an impact in American wrestling through his two runs in WCW slash the NWA, 80s and 90s. One of them was a bit better. What a retirement run he had as well. Yeah, oh, my God. It's the most pro-wrestling-ass retirement of all time. The guy had, like, what, like... Let's count them up, actually. I think he had five final matches. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a carny. Was it one with Sting and that? So he had Shinsuke, right, on the 1st of January, which was his final... Was his final singles match as the Great Muta? Maybe. Yes, that's what that was. That's when he got misted. Yeah, Nakamura misted him. Uh, Then he went to New Japan and had his final match in New Japan. Right. Then he had the final bye-bye, which was his final match as the Great Muta. Right. And then he had his final, final match. Seriously, this is the final match. Against Tetsuya Naito, but there's more. So he had the Tetsuya Naito match, which was billed as his final match. And then he wrestled Masahiro Chono seconds afterwards after the bell. So he had five last matches, this guy. What a guy. I love it. Uh, he'll be back in like six months yes. as well. <laughs> so. Well, deserved. so we got Ray, we got uh, Great Muta, and the other names suggested right now are Stacey Keebler and Batista, and of course, Victoria. There you go. 
mainly suggested by me, but I will keep suggesting it until it happens. Celebrity wing, fat Joe. Get him in. Get him in. Get him to do a match first. Have you ever heard the yet. song uh, The Crack House by Fat Joe? No. It's actually a bit of a banger. We are spinning that in the office this afternoon. Yeah. It's like, I think it was on a Grand Theft Auto. Oh, well, maybe I have heard it. Uh, I don't, I, hip-hop's kind of fallen away from my taste a little bit in recent years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a banger. Yeah. Anyway. Let's move on to your Twitter questions. Uh, at uh, what culture uh, WWE uh, if you want to get in touch with us today? Uh, first question today comes from Marky Louis G, who I t- t- talked about a little bit earlier. He says, Hi, gents, what do you think of either having Paige, Soraya, uh, Storm, or Ruby take the belt off Jade Cargill? She's a homegrown talent. It sheds light on the TBS belt, and the inevitable 3v3 and championship rematch would have so much potential. Yeah, you could kind of screw her out of the belt as well with the Outcasts group, mm-hmm. um, because that way you could turn Jade face or you could send her away for a bit send her off to Japan like we spoke which I think would be really really good for her Uh, I love Jade I think she's quality I really enjoy the outcasts they are so chaotic yes it is uh, especially Soraya calling people twats what what was it she said you neck beard neck beard smelly twats yeah Uh, and then Tony got the mic and went listen up fat people (laughs) but it's so stupid and rubbish and and great also one of my favourite gimmicks is a group of heels Doing something, going like, ah, yeah. yeah, and then realizing, oh no, we've messed up here. Because yeah. I love the idea of Jay Cargo going, yeah, I'm going to join Jamie Hayter and, <laughs> and Britt Baker now. And they're like, oh, for, why did we yeah. do that? So we're going to bring in the Bellas. Yeah, <laughs> this is we've created a real carnage situation here. But yeah, I'm in favor of it. I think it would be. It'd be fun, it'd be cool, it'd be good heat. Uh, you could turn Jade, you could send her away for a bit, you could come back, do the feud, you could do some trio stuff, you could do the outcasts, blood and guts with Jade on the baby face. That is so, all kinds of fun stuff, man. Jaded off the top of the cell. Whoa! <laughs> Commit a federal crime. Maybe don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Didn't someone suggest some, oh, wasn't it, oh, I saw something recently about Edge, like, spearing Finn Balor off of Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> someone tweeted, they die. Yeah, they would <laughs> literally die. Like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't be silly. It's a point why people just fall off it, because you can slightly control yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> Alberta Booze Cruise gives us our second question of the day. Alberta. Yes. Cal- Calgary. Yeah. Um, hear me out, boys. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Cody wins at Mania. Roman wins King of the Ring and he's gifted a title. Sammy wins Money in the Bank and cashes in on Roman and wins... And at the Rumble, Jey Uso wins and challenges Sammy at Mania 40. Thoughts? <laughs> Can you, you repeat that? Because I think I got lost. So I think I think the plan so, is Cody wins all the belts and yeah. says, oh, no, I shouldn't hold both titles hostage. I'll take the WWE Championship. Well, not I'll take them, but WWE Championship, my dad's history, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Universal Championship is whoever wins King of the Ring. Roman comes back, wins King of the Ring, then loses to Money in the Bank winner, come on, Sammy Zayn. And then Jay wins the Rumble and challenges Sammy at WrestleMania. Okay. All right. Okay. And it's a good you. idea for now. I think stories change for and and no, I'm not saying that none of these guys will be over by then, but yeah, things change fast and different. I the more time passes, the more I think Sammy Zayn should never win the one, never oh, win the belt. Yeah. Uh, sometimes just the babyface not winning is the right story. And for me, Sammy Zayn kind of heartbreaking figure who never wins the big belt agonizingly is really great and I know a lot of people will disagree and go oh he deserves it and yeah like he's extremely over he does kind of deserve it um but sometimes heartbreak is just the best story so like I personally I wouldn't go down this route but I think there's a very compelling argument to go down this Mm. route 
I'm, I'm a huge hypocrite because I do this all the time, but I really don't like it when, and I especially don't like it when WWE used to do it, where they go, here's next year's Mania main event. I'm like, well, what if someone gets over in yeah. the interim? Yeah. So uh, as much as I love Jey Uso and, and Sami Zayn now, and I think they could have an absolute ripper of a match, by the time next year's WrestleMania rolls around, who knows? Tony D'Angelo could become world champion in that time. So let's not rule anything out. The Eel, um, the Eel might exactly. be there. Exactly. Fat Joe might be there. But I do, I do still stand by the fact that I think more so than ever now, giving Sammy money, giving Sammy money in the bank could be very interesting indeed. Mm. Uh, let's move on to today's uh, no final question. Oh. Um, which, you know, we talked the other day about how you get Ray to finally fight his own child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jinx on Twitter, I hope I've got that right, it's just JNX, but I'm assuming Jinx, Jinx, Jinx. The Jinx um, literally just followed us on Twitter, at WhatCultureWB, and sent us this. I think Dominic is going to rip the mask off of Ray, and that will cause him to fight. Yeah, that, that that's... That's uh, a good way to get to it. Mm. Like the sacred nature of the Lucha Libre match. So one uh, thing he has, like, he's like pie-faced him. He's gone, oh, he's terrorized his family. The one thing yeah. he hasn't done is like disrespect yeah. little shit. And of course, like, it's particularly sacred with Ray because Ray, Ray Mysterio has never taken his mask off. Like, no. he never had that run in WCW where he wrestled without the mask yeah. Yeah, completely needlessly. So that 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 never happened. So we've never seen it. So it's a good thing. Do you want a fun tall story about Ray Mysterio? Animal. We were uh, we obviously had him in WCW. He was. Absolutely lovely. Uh, and we were traveling back from one of our shows. And obviously, he's not going to keep the gimmick on all the time. Went to a, a, a little service stop. And one of the blokes who was working there, as a massive wrestling fan, recognized him and said, can I have a photo? And Ray <laughs> went, no, and obviously not. Don't have got a mask on, chief. <laughs> like he's like, I'm going to get the mask and we can get a photo. He's just a, a lovely bloke. He, it was like those... Like, fully within his rights to be an arsehole. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was so nice. It's like those guys in that airport the other week. Oh, when that, and they were like, hey, I've got 70 things. Can you sign Why them? Why won't you sign it? Because it's 6am and you're yeah. going to flog it on eBay. You're going to you sell it on eBay. Like, like... Don't, hey. be, don't be an asshole. Man. CM Punk is a divisive figure, but he was not wrong about that whole you shove it in my face because you're too late to get a real job. This is it, man. Like, like this is it. Like, and leave people alone in airports as well. Yes. For goodness sake. Like, the airport is not a happy place a lot of the time. No. So. <laughs> we haven't even got any Cinnabons in this country. Yeah, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even approach Tugboat if I said, I'd go, Tugboat! Tugboat! Go, Tugboat! Tugboat! Give him a wave and then leave him alone. Do you like Fat Joe, Tugboat? <laughs> yeah. What do you think of what's love? All right. Chuggy, where are you going? Terror Squad TS. Are you off for a... T- no. All uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. Uh, no surprises here, Andy. want to give a massive shout-out to the brilliant Travis at AEW underscore one. Go and check him out on Twitter um, because at last night's Dynamite, he had front row <laughs> seats and boy, did he make the most of them. He had a sign that says, Michael Hamlet go... Uh, and it's just you can see it as the Jeff Jarrett Orange Cassidy match is going on and as you get that epic face off between the two Canadians uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho big old picture of uh, Michael Sidgwick's face so thank you so much for that Travis and also go and check out his Twitter at AEW underscore one for his amazing I'm not sure if you saw this uh, Jade Cargill money the big side she posed in front of it it looked yeah. awesome well done Travis look at the uh, the he's got a video of like a truck just like falling off the road like this gigantic thing as well uh, shout out to Travis what yeah. a guy man tremendous 
Love that. Love Thank that. you very much. Uh, right, let's know your thoughts on everything, uh, most specifically Fat Joe in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. Daily Wrestling Podcast. Me and the Dadly sitting down to review AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Thoughts, Twitter questions, wacky stuff, of course. It's Friday tomorrow after all. At What Culture WWE. Trying to look up Fat Joe on my Spotify. There's no internet in this room. Ah, yeah. Quality. You can follow Andy Murray at. Oh, here he is. You can follow me at Fat Joe. There he goes. Uh, all the way up. I've never heard that one. Make It Rain's a good song. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, you can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hoop 37 Fat Joe. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. <laughs> follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray, to Fat Joe, to Travis, to you for watching. And we will see you soon. T.S. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.